Spring of Life Fellowship and its pastor, Joaquin G. Molina, invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Be a part of the vision, changing the world. Father, we give you thanks for your mercy and your grace this morning, Lord. We give you thanks that today, May 8th, we celebrate Mother's Day, the day set apart so we could focus and concentrate, celebrate, and enjoy your creation, Lord, what you designed. And while this world has forgotten and has made mothers invisible and not appreciated them, Lord, in your word, you have called the woman uh, the, the treasure above all treasures, the exceeding worth beyond rubies and precious stones, way above gold and silver, is that woman who fears the Lord, who is the hallmark and cornerstone of her home. She's a homemaker. She's a family uh, builder, oh God. We pray, Father God, that we, we would pay excellent tribute to this design of yours, and, and we would glorify your name as we understand what you have created and putting in the, in the foundation of the family uh, a woman designed and fashioned to become a mother, Lord. And we give you thanks for them, Lord. We ask you to bless them, to prosper them, and Lord, above all, to give them the desires of their heart because many women have done well, but she far surpasses and exceeds all the attempts of other women. We give you thanks for our moms, Lord, and we pray that they would always feel that they're an invaluable, Father God, a, a far exceeding treasure that surpasses any worth we have, Lord. That we would lose lands, that we would lose houses, but that we would never lose mom. That we would never lose mom, Lord. And we pray, Father God, that she would be crowned with favor and that they would praise her at the city gates, Lord. And we ask you that this word would not return void but that it would be heard by every woman in the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Uh, I don't like sensationalism. Uh, I've told people before, I don't like to show up at church and have a performance for people to come. If you're going to receive something from this pulpit, it's going to be something from God that will increase your your, uh, your existence upon the earth and your purpose and you'll be well grounded. But I believe that while many people will be celebrating Mother's Day, they would not have known what you're gonna, about to hear, what you're going to hear from God's word in God's purpose. And, and so the clarity of a vision, if you don't have vision, uh, and almost like uh, uh, Suleika's monologue, you know, the invisible woman, I mean, nobody sees what's going on. You can't give her any worth. You can't give her any value because you don't, you don't consider it. You go over to the stock market, you go over to the bank account, and you have devalued your wife, and you have subtracted her value. And uh, when, when men used to come into my law office and they used to say, I'm no longer in love with my wife, the mother of my children. I don't know why. I said, because you have not invested in her. You don't invest in your and the mother of your children and the wife that God has given you and that companion that is next to you, uh, you've depleted all resources so you do not value such. And the advice I would give these men is I said, I have, an, I have, a, I have something that will fix your problem. And they're like, what? Uh, grab all your belongings and start signing quick claim deeds to the name of your wife. Give her your car, give her your house, 
Give her your bank account. Give her your checkbook. And he says, you crazy? I go, no, I'm not crazy. That would be the best thing that would ever happen to you because where your treasure is, there your heart is also. And you would never even think about leaving your wife or asking her to leave if she carried your largest investment. And so a lot of men ran out of my law office thinking I was a psychopath. But those wise men who did follow my advice are the happiest men on the earth today because they didn't lose their most valued and prized possession, the mother of their children, her worth. The Bible says far, and this is not religious rhetoric. This is not, this is not theology. This is reality. Her worth far exceeds anything you could even imagine. And that's why uh, we always make sure that in our house, the Molina family, we keep a big smile on Yvette's face. Um, and, and what she wants, that's what she gets. Uh, and and we, we crown her with favor in every regard. And I want to tell you something, that unless you have a vision from God and understanding these matters, you're going to live like a blind person. You're a meager Uh, you're to be pitied if you don't understand these things and the devil has made sure that he's kept these secrets of God's creation from society Uh, the, 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 the nations of the earth the religions of the world that have trashed the woman they're blind and not only are they blind they've been blinded by Satan And you walk into the house of the Lord today and the Lord wants to lift up your blinders. He wants to remove uh, your blindness so you might see. And it all starts with God providing the woman as the source of our prosperity, of our blessing. And and we'll go and we'll read this first uh, verse in the Bible in Genesis 3.15, which becomes the foundation for everything we're going to be discussing today. And I want you to lay it as a foundation in your walk but this is what God said in Genesis 3 verse 15 I will put enmity between you and the woman and he's talking to Satan God is saying hey devil you and the woman are not going to get along there's going to be a constant battle in that that's going to be the battlefield it'll be the kingdom of darkness with the woman Because if he's able to overturn and destroy the woman, he has the men and he has the children. So our mothers and our wives and our daughters even, which are potential mothers and wives, are are fighting a fierce battle with the kingdom of darkness. And this is not a one-second scenario. It's an everyday scenario. Every moment scenario where the the host of hell will not rest until he destroys what God has created in the woman. So he says, between you, Satan, and your kingdom of darkness, and your demons in hell, there's going to be enmity, which means there'll be enemies between you and the woman, and between the seed and her seed, whether the devil's offspring If the devil could manufacture and produce something, he's going to train that up to go against who? Against the seed of the woman. And so there is the foundation of what every woman must know. And it's not Revlon and it's not uh, Cosmopolitan and Vanity Magazine. No. 
Those things are, are to distract women from what, at the foundation of what's taking place upon the world. A huge battle for the offspring of women. And women who sit there at home raising up godly seed, cultivating these characters that will destroy. Listen to me. Our children will destroy the enemy. It says that between your seed and Satan's seed and the woman's seed. That's a mom right there. He shall bruise your head. Uh, the seed of woman will come to destroy the greatest of the devil's enterprises upon the earth. It's the seed. There are children, our sons, our daughters. They're to be powerful, to raise up as God's children, sons and daughters of the Most High. And you shall bruise his heel. And that is the foundation of this devastating thing that occurs. From the beginning, God has ordained that it would be the woman and her seed that are fighting an intense battle to be able to destroy the head of Satan and his offspring. So the woman in her design was to focus upon raising efficient, competent, amazing children that will be able to not only discern the devil and discern the devil's work and be able to come against them, but not only to discern and figure it out, but then to go and get the victory. Go and, and destroy the devil. Destroy demons. Destroy those who come to destroy the family. And so the woman is not no nimwit sitting there waiting for her husband to come home to be a pretty flower to have sex with. No, the woman is amazingly fashioned inside and out so that she might be able to cultivate this amazing victorious seed she was um, this is this is the hallmark of everything that's taking place that 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 tries to sell woman off in every design but God's design so you'll see that the devil wants to make of woman anything, even a man. In our generation, many women are, are saying, I'm, I'm not going to be a woman. I'm not going to be a man. And so we have all the sex changes and transgender identity. Women that don't understand their calling, they go on to try and obtain man's call. And that's not their calling. Uh, they're not to become business women. That's not the issue. The issue is, will they raise godly offspring that will be prepared to represent the kingdom of God on the earth? And I thank God for my mother this day, and this is why I'm standing here. The zeal of, of cultivating a character and a conscience in my heart to, to carry the weight and the burden of the kingdom far beyond any other stupidity upon the earth that I could become a politician or a businessman, or have money in the bank. That's, that's an embarrassment compared to coming against the demons of darkness and, and the, what we're doing, standing up for families all over the world. That's what a world-changing mom does. She prepares world changers. People that are able to answer the enemy at the gates, the Bible says. And not some dumb idiot full of tattoos and rapping and lost in... In, in no purpose and having sex out of marriage and not, 
not honoring the womb and, and destroying the design of God. Because that's where it all starts, there in the cultivation of the home. And so the devil has hidden this secret that the woman is, is the, the special weapon given to humanity by which she's able to, to formulate great weapons against darkness. It was her that was to strategically position herself and, and, and to destroy and deprive Satan and his kingdom of all his advantage. And so nations of the earth and governments have developed, listen to me, matriarchal. This means women in power. Listen, please listen to this. Women in power subvert the design of God. Matriarchal systems where a woman says, I'm the boss, is totally destructive to the kingdom of God. Because God created the woman to be in submission. That's where her power is. The greatest would be those who serve. And a woman who's only serving herself and at the dictates of ordering other people, that subtracts the power of the kingdom. And so these governments and, and Eastern philosophies have raised up women in Mexico. One of the examples in the religious pagan system is La Virgen de Guadalupe. A whole nation under a woman. It's not to be. That's not the kingdom of God. It's when a woman humbles herself, understanding God's design and order, that she has power and strength. In that submissive, ordained position is when she becomes a world changer. And she begins to serve. And she understands her identity is not the one to come and be served. It's one to serve. And that's God's kingdom. But all these other Eastern philosophies, you have the goddess of fertility. You have the queen of heaven. Listen to this. It's gotten so out of proportion. They've even called her, ready for this? Mother of God. You understand that? They've raised up this power. Because the devil knows if he raises her up to build her above all things. She's no longer in her God-ordained position of submission. So in Jeremiah chapter 7, we see that the philosophical religious systems of Satan and darkness raise up the woman and they begin to worship her and call her the queen of heaven. Let's read that please in Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 18. The children gather wood. Could you say with me children? You know what the, why they're gathering wood? Because they don't have a world-changing mom. They're gathering wood and the fathers are kindling fires. The children and the fathers are influenced by the devotions of mom. If you sit there and hate being a mother and you hate being a wife and you don't want to be a submissive daughter and you want to walk around like you have no one to answer to, it says... So that the woman might make knead of dough. They, they would work the dough and they would offer cakes. Could you say to me, to the queen of heaven? Who the heck is the queen of heaven? Somebody says, Mary. No, it's not. No, this was a, a, this was a, a woman in the religious systems of the day, influenced by Satan. And so these women began to cook 
these cakes and their sons were getting wood. The, the husbands were kindling fire and they were serving the out of order systems of religion that had put the woman as the queen of heaven. Well, the Catholic Church did a good job in trying to disguise Mary and bring her to call her the mother of God. That's an abomination. That is taking this level of design to levels God never intended. Because Hebrews chapter 7 verse 3 says he was without father. Talking about God. God doesn't have a father. And without mother. You can't say mother of God. It's an abomination. Got that word from Wellington Boone. It's an abomination, Joaquin, he would tell me. It's an abomination. I love to follow a good example. No mother. You're serving. Oh, I would come to Jesus, but Mary, I can't let go of her. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're influenced by hell. Mary would never want you to put her above the king of kings and the God of glory. You're deceived. You've been sold on a lie. And if you're going to become a world-changing mom, you better assume the role of showing your children what a mom is. And not fancied by the exaggerations of what womanhood is that are... That's what the devil does. If he can't get you to, to leave and go to the world and become a drug addict, he's going to warp your sense of what a mom is, what a family is, what a wife does. And for those of you who have ears to hear and a heart to listen, we want to fine-tune this aspect of becoming a, a world-changing mom. It's to fine-tune you fathers that are listening to me. Your woman is not an extra employee at your office. She has a primary role. She's the first lady. She's producing seed for your prosperity. She's producing something that has the, the depth of spirituality because she knows God. And she's trying to fulfill her purpose in God's design. And so there's all these type of women, but there's one special woman. And the Bible speaks of her. And you do well, like the Jewish tradition, read Proverbs 31 from 10 to 31. Every week they would read that in the Jewish tradition. They wanted their women to become Proverbs 31 women. When I was going to get married, I prayed for a Proverbs 31 wife. Uh, I pray for the young guys that are here, my sons, that they marry a Proverbs 31 woman. A woman who fears the Lord is to greatly to be praised. And she's a fascinating woman. Many women do well, but she far surpasses them all. In Proverbs 11, verse 22, it says, A woman without discretion is like a pig that has earrings on her nose. What is that? A woman that doesn't know what a woman is. A mother who fails at her calling to raise up godly seed. Children that are lost with no, no vision. They don't understand why they came into this world. They don't understand what's going on. Could you guys put that up there for me? Proverbs 11.22. A ring of gold in a pig's snout. That's ugly. You got such a beautiful jewel, but placed in a place that's improper. That's a woman out of her place. It's a pig with, with an earring on. So is a lovely woman who lacks 
Discretion. This word lack discretion is a woman who doesn't know her place. She doesn't know her role. She doesn't know why God designed her. What's her purpose? How do I get to it? And we thank God we're in the house of God today. How many say amen? amen. We're learning. We're, we're coming to these things. Proverbs 31.10 says capable, intelligent, a virtuous woman, a woman of virtues. Who can find her? Her worth far surpasses Donald Trump's bank account. Amazing worth and value. Proverbs 18.22, he who finds a good a wife, a real wife, a good wife, a woman who knows the Lord, starts receiving favor from the Lord. You want your doors to open, my friend, you better start assuming this development and culture. Because all the other cultures that raise up matriarchal systems, woman power, and, and she's the one. And, and then you have the other opposite extreme in Muslim countries that they want to cover women so that they cannot be seen, cannot be heard, cannot be treated with the worth and value they have. In the kingdom of God, she was put forth in the prominent level to display the glory of the kingdoms of God. And we see this in the book of Esther when they were picking a wife. They said, she will manifest the promise of victory. When a woman is girded with strength, when she develops the convictions of knowing who she is, you better not ask people who you are. You better know who you are. Because if you don't know who you are, they're going to tell you. And this enmity in all these things are all over Scripture. And so we see at the beginning in Genesis 3, but quickly, because we run out of time already, let's go to Revelation 12. In verse 4, we see Satan, Satan standing. It says he drew, this is at the end of the age now. We already saw the beginning. Now at the end of the age, he drew his tail a third of the stars of heaven and drew them to the earth. And the dragon stood there before the woman. Why, is he, why does he have issue with the woman in Genesis? Now in Revelations, last book. Because she's about to give birth. And he wants to devour the child. Mom, where's your children? And are they carrying the baggage of guilt and animosity because you're guilt-driven and bitter? Or are they excited because they know they have a mom who is connected with God? And if God be for us, who can be against us? And you go forward knowing why God raised you up in that family. To be a standard of holiness. A standard of godliness. A standard of building a house for the glory of God. Forget cathedrals. He's sitting there, the devil, before the woman, ready to devour her children. Oh, we don't have vision. We've lost it in the church. In chapter 12, he can't get the son because he's taken up to heaven. In verse 5, she bore a male child. And, and praise God because this child was to rule the nations. This is a woman who's connected. She knew that her offspring was not just coming as some flesh that I could abort and get rid of. That's no vision. So a woman lost in blindness, not knowing the value of seed. But she bore a male child. 
And he would rule the nations. Your sons, listen to me, if you don't understand this, is not a rap star, is not a superstar athlete. He is a world-changing seed. Mighty are the seed of the righteous. Prince. He's a prince. And not that prince that, eh, you can tell, yeah. Not that prince. He's a mighty man. He's a mighty man. He's a courageous man because he saw his mother's strength who would gird her loins and not lose and not throw a pity party and not go back into the world losing her, her vision. God have mercy on us. This celebrating Mother's Day is not some theme of traditional value. Hopefully we would have been in, impacted by the Spirit of God and understood that a calling to be a mom and a woman is not some little thing. You're fighting the host of hell as we speak. Encouraging your family to not miss church. Mothers, women, get your children to serve God first. You have the influence. Don't let up. Encourage your man to be a man, to lead the family. So women in Christ must be world-changing women. First, obtaining for themselves the provisions of God to fulfill divine mandate and call, able to raise godly offspring, not godly idiots, not dodo birds, but children who fear the Lord. How do they learn that? From mothers who fear the Lord, from women who honor God, experts in cultivating the environment, strengthening the will and the character of their children to prepare them for mighty battles against the kingdom of darkness. I praise God for this message this morning. And it says, do not forsake the teaching of your mom in Proverbs 1, verse 8. It's not only the instructions of your dad. We've, for too long, we says, ah, don't listen to your mom. She has nothing good to say, nothing important to say. That's a lie. If your son forsakes the teaching of his mom, he will be destroyed even though he honors dad. We said 1-8, not 8-1. Somebody's having problems back there. My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother. Too long the mom has been shut down in the house. So the wisdom of God doesn't come to our lives. Husbands, don't listen to your wives. That's why you've lost your fortune. That's why you don't prosper. And you're teaching your sons to do the same thing? It's crazy. Proverbs 6 verse 20. My son, keep your father's commandments and forsake not your mother's teaching. Bind them on your heart. You guys going around say, oh, you don't have to listen to your mom. She's going crazy. She's senile. You're cursing your sons. You're cursing your children. They better listen to what mom has to say. And when mom says it, that's the law of the land. She has a throne. She has an authority in the home. A foolish son brings sorrow to his mom. Proverbs 20, 20, if anyone curses his father or his mother, his light will be turned out. Or his mother, underline that. Don't forget it. Find out before you tell your children something whether their mom has told them something. And honor that woman's authority. Don't diminish it because you're cursing your children. In the midst of this battle, there's a, an intense struggle. Well, we're talking about mothers and their seed and their families. There's an in, 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 intense struggle. 
A constant battle for women to overcome her calling to overcome Satan's seed. Women have been caricatured and exaggerated in extremes, pulled in every direction to distort the image God intended to create. Plastic surgery keeps a focus on the external beauty of women. They go around looking like brand new, but there's nobody home. Hello? There's nobody home because they've, they've exaggerated their external beauty. This is a young girl that was on that videotape. She says, my mom does her hair. She does her lips. I wish it says she prays. She reads her Bible. She goes to church. Let's not, let's not distort. All right, listen, don't get me wrong. You go the other way and you have another problem. Ugly women. That's, 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 a, that's, that's a travesty also. We don't want ugly women and neither does God. He's made them too beautiful. So you keep that balance. And the, today's message is don't lose your discretion. That, that, that's the balance. Don't go one way or the other. The devil wants to disbalance you. You have authority but not full authority. You have beauty but that's not the only thing you have. You have that inner stuff. The beauty of a woman inside is what God created. Her sweetness, her, her temperance, her, her long-suffering. That, that's the beauty we need to develop. Both, both, let's keep them both. Be careful that you not become consumed because the woman is an emotional being. And the men say, amen. She's emotional. But women, don't become so emotional. You're defined by your constant emotion. Balance it out. Don't be a pig with a gold earring there. Balance your emotions out. Be a woman that knows how to carry. She gets sad, but she's not throwing stuff. She gets upset, but she's not kicking anybody out of the house. Just, that's, that's a world-changing mom, a woman with discretion. She, she, she does go to school. She does work. She does do finance. But she's not a workaholic and say, I'm not having babies till I'm 52 because I have to get it. No. Keep, keep your balance so you don't lose your discretion. The Spirit of God is speaking in this place. The external, the internal. How about when the devil distorts, when, when it's too much internal, you become self-consumed, self-centered. It's all about you. No. That's how the devil will destroy you. I don't want to have children because it's all about me. That's not it. Um, spiritual exaggeration. These spiritual Pentecostal witches that all they do is they, they're at, at, at the church the whole time. They're praying and they're uh, church driven and, and they never come home. Be careful with that. You were called to build a family, not a church. You were called to build a, a home, not a ministry. Be careful that you not let the devil carry you on into being super spiritual and you lose your family. No. Your children want to see a submissive mom at home, serving and loving dad. Proverbs 17, verse 6. Let's read it quickly, and I've surpassed my time. We'll start the next service at 2. <laughs> Proverbs 17, 6 says, The children's children are the crown of all men, but the glory of children. What the children want to see is mom and dad loving each other. I don't want to see you praying 56 hours in a 24-hour day. <laughs> fasting till there's no food in the cupboards. You crazy? You've been deceived. You've been bewitched. You've become a witch. 
Let the God, the glory of God be seen in how you love and serve your husband in humility and godliness. And that will sanctify that man. Some of you have been so incredibly gifted with the ability to do things, you don't stop. And yeah, you guys are incredible women. But every once in a while, you have to say, time out. I'm not doing that. You can't be saying, yes, 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 yes. I'm a wonder woman. No, you're not. You're a woman who lacks discretion. You're a pig with an earring on your nose. Find out what God wants you to do. Don't run yourself in the ground. Ask God from time to time, should I do this? Ask your husband. Ask even your children. What do you guys think? Don't let the devil get you going a thousand miles an hour every day in every direction, being effective in none. And those of you that want to be real good moms and never want to let go of your children, there's a time to have the discretion to say, he's married already. He has a wife. I don't have to continue to mother him. And if you don't do that, you become a witch. Genesis 2.24, therefore, a man shall leave his father and leave his mother. Oh, no. Leave his mother. Never. Listen, let your son go. It's a time for him to be a man. Time for him to be a husband and a father. There's a time for that. You, a woman, should know. Otherwise, you become a witch. And you're subverting your poor daughter-in-law. I pray for her. She could never become one with her husband because you've become one with your son. So sad. You've become a pig with a nose on your ring. A uh, ring on your nose. That looks kind of weird. A nose on the ring. Listen, this is all about the grace of God. The grace of God will be balanced in all extremes. We need to become world-changing moms. Proverbs 12.4 says, A wife who knows her discretion, she's noble. Proverbs 12.4, A wife who knows her place is a crown of glory. But a disgraceful wife causes rottenness in the bones. A man cannot live if his bones don't stand up. If, if his bones are all rotten... If he has a woman without discretion, he can go nowhere and do nothing because he's going to be embarrassed. But a wife who has discretion is able to walk in the grace of God and be a crown of glory. Proverbs 14.1, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one tears it down. The love of, of what God wants to do through these women is amazing, and I thank God for this message. Let's bow our heads and pray. Could you stand with me? Can we say, Lord, I want to become a world-changing mom. I don't want to become a religious fanatic. I don't want to become a silicone-created monster. I don't want to sit there and inject, what's that thing, Botox, till I distort who I am as a woman. I want to have the spirit of grace to come upon me and to teach me how to be fair and how to model a woman for my son and my daughter. How, what an important role we have. Father, we give you thanks for this morning. We give you thanks for this message. We give you thanks for our mothers. 
We give you thanks, Lord, that you have purposes that far exceed our purposes to build up a godly family, a godly strength, not the broken families that we're up against in today's world, superficial and fragile and coming apart at the seams. Father, I pray that all these women that are here and even the men would read Proverbs 31, verses 10 to 31, and that they would understand that the woman is not some distorted, exaggerated sex fiend, sex object, dimwit, but she's a mighty, mighty daughter of the Most High God. She's been put on this world with an assignment to raise up seed sufficient to destroy the head of the kingdom of darkness and all his host, wise young men, full of valor and courage because they would have seen the strength of a woman like Timothy was able to, seeing his mother and his grandmother leaving a legacy of godliness so that he could be an example to believers and his, his heart would be founded in the house of God. And he would raise up his generation in serving God because his mother did it before him. Father God, and you have said even when our husbands forsake us and they've turned their backs, oh God, that you would never forsake us. And you have become our husband. You have become the one that takes care of us. The one that lifts us up. The one that allows our countenance to rise in joy and in strength because in your presence there's multitude of joy and there's pleasures forevermore we pray for grace to fall upon these women so they could be all that you created them to be so that their seed can be all that you designed them and destined them to be and this we pray in the sweet name of jesus and the house of god says amen, amen. god bless you greet one another in the love of the lord